hey, Joe Casaboni here, and I'm just letting you know that how I built it is now Streamlined Solopreneur. So if you're seeing a new artwork and a new name in your podcast player, that is expected and by design. The new name better reflects the mission and really what has been the mission of this show for the last few years, and I'm really excited about it. All the links in the show notes and how I built it will still work, but the show also has a new home over at streamlined.fm if you want to check it out. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 95 of How I Built It. Today, I'm talking to Mark Zara, who, among other things, recently released the EDD Bookings plugin for easy digital downloads. Now, we'll get to just about everything he does in a minute, uh, but I am excited to talk to him about this brand new plugin. Uh, It's something that I actually thought of doing myself back when I was teaching multiple classes at the University of Scranton uh, when I was on campus to kind of help manage a fluid schedule for my own office hours. I deemed that project was uh, maybe a little over my head for the amount of time that I had, but it's very cool to see that it's come to fruition a few years later. So uh, we'll get to all of that in a minute. I do want to tell you about the show's sponsors. Today, it's uh, brought to you by Pantheon and the Tech Meme Ride Home podcast. You'll hear about both of them later in the show. I also want to mention one more time uh, the howibuilt.it slash shop. We have t-shirts available there for your purchase and enjoyment. We also have a mug. Uh, The t-shirts come in a bunch of different colors and sizes, and there is both a men and women's cut. So definitely check those out uh, if you'd like over at howibuilt.it slash shop. So that's everything for me at the top of the show. You'll hear about our sponsors later on. Check out our t-shirts. So without further ado, on with the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How I Built It, the podcast that asks, how did you build that? Today, my guest is Mark Zara of EDD Bookings. Mark, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you? I am fantastic. And uh, just saying EDD Bookings is kind of uh, underselling you, right? You're the host of Mastermind.fm and you do work for WP Mayor. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So I have Mastermind.fm, WP Mayor and WP RSS Aggregator. Nice. Very nice. So um, yeah, you you have your uh, hand in a lot of different pots, but we're going to be talking about EDD Bookings today. So uh, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So currently I'm the project manager for basically the company that runs um, all the projects you mentioned. Uh, With EDD Bookings, I've been a project manager for a year and a half now. Uh, So basically EDD Bookings is a premium third-party add-on for easy digital downloads, the e-commerce plugin for WordPress. Um, And it adds an appointment booking solution to your WordPress site. So you can accept appointment bookings from clients uh, either via a booking wizard, so they can uh, make bookings on your website, or you can even accept bookings in person, um, either via email, on the phone, whatever it is, and you can create bookings manually within the system. Wow, that's that's fantastic, right? So I actually thought uh, several years ago when I first started teaching um, and I had to maintain office hours of building something like this for my students where they could book office hours. Uh, I wish that this existed, I guess, probably like 10 years ago. Maybe <laughs> it didn't. It did not exist 10 years ago, right? <laughs> no, it, it started around, I think, three years ago, 2015. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So as as I thought about that problem, I'm like, man, this is a this is a big problem to solve in the limited amount of time that I have. Um, but it's very cool to see that it's uh, it has been developed and it works with EDD, which uh, is uh, there is a free version of, of uh, easy digital downloads, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's a free version. They have their own premium add-ons, uh, and they've just released a few different packages as well of those add-ons. And there's third-party add-ons all over the place as well. Fantastic. Um, so uh, let's dive right into this because this is very interesting to me. Uh, because, like I said, I've I've actually thought about this problem before. Um, what kind of research did you do? You know, as you started to well, so first of all, I guess who did who came up with the idea, and what kind of research was done around uh, developing the plugin? All right, so it started in I think about mid twenty fifteen. It was Jean Galea, who from WP Mayer, who as founder of our company, he needed a booking solution uh, for himself. He didn't find anything which was uh, easy to integrate with what he currently already had, and since we've been using EDD for a few years, he thought. We have the team to do it. Why not develop an add-on of our own and uh, create a simple bookings plugin? Uh, that word "simple" came back to bite us. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we created the the first version. I wasn't even involved at that time yet. It was uh, Miguel who still works on the project today as well. And uh, they created a simple version. It was not really researched or anything. It was more of what was needed at the time. A um, few months later, I came in and we released a version two which had a few changes and a few improvements, but still based on the old code base. And uh, around the end of 2016, we realized we were hitting a wall. So because of the code base and because of the lack of research before, um, we couldn't add certain features that we wanted to add and we couldn't grow the plugin. So at that stage, we decided to um, rethink everything. Uh, I did a few months of research myself and a few weeks, a few months, and. From then, we decided to actually rewrite and we created a brand new version, which has been in the works for about a year now, and we're uh, currently in beta about to launch. Um, awesome. Uh, so uh, that's so that's really, really interesting to me. Um, uh, essentially, uh, Jean Galea was scratching his own itch. Uh, that is a very common story on uh, this podcast, at least. And um, But... But you did some research as you were kind of gearing up for uh, some new features. So what did what did that look like? You had a product and you were like, all right, let me just kind of rethink this product from the ground up. Yeah, so it came in, in a few different parts. So at first, we actually looked at our existing customer base, uh, which wasn't so big, but at least it gave us a base to start off of. Um, we contacted those, those users and tried to figure out uh, what pain points they were facing, uh, why they even chose the bookings over other bookings plugins, which already existed and had more features. So we're seeing the positives and negatives and what uh, what we needed to cater for. Uh, apart from that, we had blog posts on WP Mayor as well, which helped out a lot, uh, which had a lot of feedback on appointment bookings plugins. So we had around 400 comments on one post, which was brilliant to go through and uh, basically understand over the years what pain points there were. Um, so that was great. And apart from that, then I did my own research, uh, looking through existing blog posts and articles on the web, both for WordPress booking plugins and for uh, online solutions away from WordPress. And then we actually looked at the products themselves. So we took WordPress plugins and tried those out. We bought a few of those. 
We tried online solutions, trying the demos, and basically trying to understand what they did right and what they did wrong, um, and what their clients were saying about it. So we actually looked at reviews, comments, uh, support uh, forums of each one, basically trying to understand where we can do things better than anyone else. That's that's fantastic. So uh, you didn't want to just like build a clone of one of your competitors. You actually wanted to, uh, based on customer feedback and and the things that you liked and didn't like, build something possibly better. Uh, so what are I use Calendly for bookings currently. Was is that one that you looked at? Uh, we looked at Calendly for certain uh, aspects of it, but it's not exactly. Uh, what we were aiming to do. So certain solutions, we looked at certain aspects of them rather than the entire solution as a whole. Today's episode is brought to you by Pantheon. WordPress 5.0 and the new editor, Gutenberg, are coming. Are you prepared? Do you want to learn about the changes in advance? Pantheon has gathered resources to help you prepare, including webinars and tutorials. Pantheon also has made it easy and free to try Gutenberg with your site before the official launch. Visit pantheon.io slash Gutenberg. Let them know that How I Built It sent you. And now, back to the show. What other WordPress plugins are out there that, that do similar things? Uh, so there's different ones and they will cater for different things. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of our research, we looked into which field of bookings we're going into, whether it's appointment, uh, hotel reservations, ah. things like that. So we were looking at different plugins. Uh, there's a few for hotel reservations, a few for appointments, there's tickets. Um, so there was, I remember Bookly, there's Birchpress, there's WordPress Appointment Bookings plugin, I think it's called, which is quite good as well. There's WooCommerce Bookings, uh, which there's a few versions of. It's the official, there's one of Tai Chi. Uh, so we looked across free and premium plugins all over the place. Gotcha. So that's that's really interesting what you said. You wanted to kind of look at what type of bookings you want to get into. So kind of calling back what you said earlier about having a quote-unquote uh, simple booking mm-hmm. solution. It sounds like one might not exist really yeah I mean th- there are free versions of or free plugins out there on WordPress.org which you think are simple but then they're very limited so some of them for instance they'll only allow you to set appointments that are 15, 30, 45 or 60 minutes long and that's it so gotcha. you can, it, it, it might help you out if you're in that market and that's what you need go ahead it's free and why not but if you're looking for something a little more uh, complex then you need something better yeah, right. I mean, if I'm, you know, if I'm running a, uh, let's say, a barbershop, um, maybe a thirty-minute haircut is fine, but a shave and a haircut might take an hour and a half or something like that. Exactly. Uh, so, so already I've grown beyond what is freely available. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, um, you mentioned that y- you read comments and and talked to your customers. Uh, did you talk to contemporaries? Are are you part of a a mastermind group where you got feedback from um, kind of uh, people that are doing similar work as you? Uh, so we spoke to a few different people in different fields. Uh, with regards to bookings itself, it was mostly customers and users. Uh, so I thought that those would give us the best feedback. We did speak to a WooCommerce developer who basically develops customizations for WooCommerce uh, for different needs. And we spoke to him as well to understand uh, where e-commerce was struggling in WordPress. Uh, and 
where certain integrations would need to be thought out, for instance, with resources, staff locations. Um, it's always a bit of a struggle with e-commerce to handle all those. And when you introduce bookings and different available days and everything, it gets complex. So he pointed out a few areas to us where it can get complex and what we can do. Um, we spoke, obviously there was Jean who was helping us out the whole time um, from the business side of things mostly. And even pointing out areas where we might overlook something. So while you're actually in this in the zone of all this, you might miss certain things that you're looking at every day. So having a first set of eyes uh, was brilliant. So Jean was the kind of guy I would bring in uh, from time to time and ask questions. We had others who we spoke to about uh, marketing or um, branding or anything along those lines. So actually thinking about the name and thinking about the content and uh, even the wording within the plugin itself. So there's many WordPress plugins out there, which in the admin dashboard, there's typos, there's uh, wrong sentence structures all over the place. Or even just like generic copy, just like, you know, things that don't really inspire the user to do whatever it is you want it to do, right? Want yeah, them to exactly. Do. So we tried to find people uh, who could help us out with those. Uh, so we had uh, Donica McLean who joined us to um, think out a few things. He's joined us as well on Mastermind.fm. He's the kind of guy who can help you out to uh, take a simple sentence and basically make it more attractive. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. So it sounds like you talked... Uh, to a lot of people to attack this from all sides. And, um, you know, I mean, we're recording this in the summer of 2018. You said the process started in uh, sometime in 2017, right? So um, a, a lot of work went into reimagining this plugin. Yeah, and it's actually gone through a few, before even getting to development, went through a few different stages and a few different versions sort of thing. So in the beginning, we were rethinking of doing it a certain way. They realized we're very similar to what we had before, so we're still going to get stuck. So we basically started from scratch and started over the complete process. And we also had the opportunity of having the EDD team help us themselves in certain areas. So Pippin was always open uh, to answering our questions. And Kyle Moore as well has been helping out with understanding even the direction of EDD. With now EDD 3.2 about to come out soon, uh, that comes into play as well. Because... You're developing for one version, but you're gonna then switch to a new version in a few months. Yeah, absolutely, and that's—I mean—that's um, that's kind of like a professional developer move, right there, right? You you know that your plugin relies on or your extension, I guess, is the official nomenclature, right, for EDD. Mm-hmm. Um, your extension relies on another plugin or product, and you want to make sure that all this work isn't for naught. Uh, you know, once the new version comes out shortly after, that's that's great. Yeah, we've had customers actually ask us now while we're in beta, like what's going to happen when 3.0 comes out? Is it going to be useful? Or not? So we're working with EDD to make sure that doesn't happen. That's that's fantastic. Uh, very cool to hear. So uh, there was, I mean, uh, for for the listeners, there's a lot of stuff in there to 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 parse out. Um, I think that was one of the most comprehensive answers I got to. Um, you know, who did you talk to? Uh, and there's a lot of really good information there. Um, but let's, uh, we're about at the halfway point here. Uh, so let's get to the title question, uh, which is how, how did you build it? Um, it's currently in beta. So I'm sure it's, it's probably, uh, there's still some active development going on. But, um, you know, from, from the project management side, 
How did you put the project together? If you're familiar with any of the development processes, uh, what did those look like? All right. So it started off in the beginning, mostly research. So uh, we were documenting most things on Confluence, which is a tool from Atlassian. Uh, we've been using those for a while with Jira and Bitbucket as well. Once development started, we switched to GitHub. So most of our code is uh, developed on GitHub. With regards to development, I'm not a developer myself, but I do have an idea of what's going on. So basically, we tried to automate as many processes as we could along the way. Um, even though it takes a little longer to actually get through the development, it saves you time at stages that we are now and in the future. Uh, for So our build process is one example. So right now, as we build alpha versions or beta versions, it's all very fast, happens within a few minutes. So that's saving us a lot of, saving us a lot of time uh, and effort. Uh, the plugin's been developed in a module system. So this is something that our team stressed on from the beginning uh, with Anton and Miguel, who started out um, as the main two main developers. That keeps the plugin organized and structured. We gave a lot of importance to a lot of principles as well, coding standards. So from the solid principle to the principle of uh, once and only once, so um, basically not having duplicate code and not having uh, redundant things within the plugin. So these are all things which basically we struggled with in the past in different plugins, and we learned from those lessons and trying to apply them here. That's, uh, that's fantastic. As a... As somebody with a software engineering background, it makes me very happy to hear those uh, ideas coming to you, um, you know, kind of WordPress. I think a lot of WordPress developers have been self-taught, and over the last few years, we've been going through a, a maturation. We've been maturing as developers yeah. uh, and have been automating things, doing more testing, and, and looking at things from a uh, software architecture standpoint instead of just kind of throwing out code that works. Exactly, and uh, two developers we, we started off with, Anton and Miguel, they don't have a WordPress development background as such, so they've both uh, studied certain types of development and worked in, with certain types of development, so they're trying to bring those into WordPress, uh, they're trying to improve things. Like unit, unit testing, for example, is something which we did as much as we could. Um, in the beginning, it was hard for me to understand as someone not a developer what the benefit is, but mm -hmm. as you go along, then you start to realize and the time you've saved and the struggles you've saved for the future. Right, yeah, absolutely. You know, if uh if something you developed on day 1 uh isn't touched again and breaks and you know, and something from day 20 breaks it, um you got to go back and and you could have a domino effect. Unit testing is yeah. uh can prevent that. Exactly. And uh in development we also make sure to keep things uh extensible and reusable. So taking the booking wizard, for, for example, um, it's used in the front end for the client to book, but there's also a similar process in the background for the admin to make a booking. So those are previously two separate solutions. Uh, you need to maintain them in both places. You need to make changes in both places. So what we're doing now uh, is making those one, and basically you reuse one in different areas. In the future, we'll have an integration with front-end submissions as well, which is an EDD add-on, which basically allows you to create a marketplace. Um, so uh, anyone can register on your site and add their services from the front-end. So then, once again, you're reusing the same, thing, the same uh, component within FES. 
Man, that's that's great. I'm I I love everything I'm hearing right now. Uh, it's, <laughs> um, it sounds like EDD bookings has gone through a, a refactor in the truest form, right? Uh, so, um, for those not familiar with the term, you have version one of the software, the MVP. You want to get it up and running and out mm-hmm. the door as quickly as possible. The refactor is where you go through and and make everything uh, right. You know they're maybe bug fixes, but it's really a re-architect, uh, re-architecture uh, of the plugin. Yeah, exactly. We've actually, we're not even naming this version 3, to be honest. It's a completely new version 0.1, just because it's completely different. It's Previously, it was sold on the EDD marketplace, which now no longer exists, so we're selling it ourselves. So once again, it's completely different. Um, so yeah, we've taken a completely different approach and started from scratch. This episode is brought to you by the TechMeme Ride Home Podcast. You may have heard of TechMeme.com, which is a great tech news site that you can check multiple times a day. TechMeme Ride Home distills all the great content from TechMeme.com into daily 15 to 20 minute long episodes. You get top stories, posts, tweets, and conversations every day around 5 p.m. Eastern. It's like NPR's Marketplace, but for tech news. The show is hosted by Brian McCullough, who also hosts the Internet History Podcast. To listen, you can use your favorite podcast app to search for Ride Home and then subscribe. Get your tech news daily from the Tech Meme Ride Home Podcast today. So the last question I have kind of regarding how you built it is um, managing uh, the team. I, I suspect you have a remote team of developers, possibly in multiple different uh, time zones. What's it like managing that team? All right, so it, it's it been a bit of a struggle in the beginning to get used to uh, because not everyone was necessarily used to working remotely. Um, Miguel and Dandon have been with us for a while on the WPRS aggregator project, so they were used to the way things worked. Uh, currently, for day-to-day um, chatting, we use Slack, uh, Skype for video calls whenever we need them. We document everything in Confluence, GitHub, Bitbucket, whatever is needed at the time. Over time, we've introduced different people to the project. So we hired uh, Danny Watchorn, who is an Irish uh, UI UX design expert who helped us come up with the UI and different ideas for the user experience. So he was in Ireland, and the idea was to have someone with a similar time zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, previously, we had hired actually uh, a Canadian designer. Sidra, uh, and she helped us out for a few weeks. Um, but the time zone difference was a struggle. So they were had, I don't know how many hours difference. And it wasn't easy. So I would stay up late to be at her morning, for example, and we'd just have a f- an hour of discussion, but we never could work together. Right, right. Was she on the uh, west coast of Canada? Uh, Do you know? Trust me, I can't remember right now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite quite a, a the difference. Yeah, right. Just because uh, you know, I'm on the I'm on the east coast of the United States, and and mm-hmm. it looks like it's still daylight for both of us. If I'm yeah, it's uh, five five twenty here. So yeah, right. So it's about a six hour difference for us um, in Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, so um, I suspect that she was probably on the west coast where it was closer to like a ten hour. Yeah, it was something like that, nine yeah. nine hours, something like that. Yeah. So that, yeah, and that's that's rough, right? Um, if you, if you don't have a big enough team, you'll have somebody isolated, uh, 
or somebody has to work really odd hours. So yeah. uh, that's that's really interesting, and it's a problem I think a lot more companies are uh, experiencing because a lot more people are starting to work remotely. Yeah, and we actually, when we were hiring new developers, then we were looking for a JS developer for a while. Uh, we worked with a company called Coding Ninjas to find mm-hmm. someone. Uh, we had a couple of developers from the Ukraine join us and from somewhere else, I can't remember. Um, they only joined for a short amount of time because it didn't work out. Eventually, I found the developer we have now, uh, Raman, who's been uh, a brilliant addition to the team as well. And it's great to have him uh, in Ukraine because there's a one-hour difference. So he starts work at 10 a.m., we start at 9 a.m., everyone finishes roughly the same time. Uh, if we need to work late, there's no big difference. Um, so that's worked out. And then in support, we have uh, Rents, who's in the Philippines. Um, there is a time zone difference, but it works. Uh, he's a brilliant guy, and he, the, he structures his day in a different way. So when you work remotely and you work the way we do with a flexible schedule, you can make amendments so everyone can work whatever time is comfortable for them as long as it doesn't compromise someone else. And for him, it's worked great because he can work evenings, uh, which comes roughly to our mornings or uh, even for our customers makes a difference because most of, most of the customers for Aggregator are American, so mm-hmm. uh, works with their time zone. So in support, it's worked out to have someone different from where we're at right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was talking to uh, Joe Howard from WP Buffs about this mm-hmm. very thing, and uh, he tried to have good time zone coverage that he can offer uh, what's essentially 24-7 support mm-hmm. without having somebody stateside have, you know, having to stay up all night. Um, yeah, exactly. And it sounds like you've got some pretty good coverage there, uh, you know, between uh, you and then, um, I what was the support fellow's name? Rent? Rents. Yeah. Rents, yeah. So uh, that's... That's great. I think that's a really good tip for a lot of people to take away as well. Uh, so we are coming up on time, and uh, I do have a couple of questions, and these can kind of be related, right? We talked a lot about the transformations from maybe the very first version of EDD bookings to now, um, and you're currently in a beta. So uh, what are your plans for, um, let's say, the immediate future of EDD bookings since you just are reimagining this now? Um, what's your kind of roadmap look like? All right. So basically the next few weeks we'll be launching the product for sale on eddbookings.com. Uh, right after that, we plan to take some time to regroup. Uh, so everyone would basically, while we work on bug fixes and support that comes in, um, it's going to be a few weeks of figuring out what should come next, uh, what we've done right, what we've done wrong in the past. So we're trying to figure those out. But right after that, we have a roadmap for new features that are going to be added. Um, they range from Google Calendar integration uh, to nice. front-end submissions integration, which I mentioned earlier, for uh, marketplaces. There is the introduction of staff and locations and any other resource uh, which we might need. There is different pricing options which are coming in uh, with variable pricing, group pricing, group bookings. Uh, so all these are planned. Some of them are on, mentioned on our website, on the roadmap section, and we'll be keeping everyone up to date with what's going on. That's fantastic. So um, I, I want to touch on one more thing here because you did mention um, you know, that there are different types of, of bookings, right? Um, mm-hmm. Is EDD bookings kind of, this is probably like a sales question that you're going to get a lot, <laughs> um, is EDD bookings like maybe flexible enough to be the 
hair salon as well as the college professor? Or are you planning out like different add-ons to help with each of those areas maybe? So currently we don't have plans for add-ons. Uh, the idea is that the plugin will be a whole plugin which can cater for different needs. So gotcha. as it is right now, it can be used by uh, a consultant, can be used for lessons, can be used for doctor appoint- doctor's appointments, um, anything that comes up with related to appointments, basically. So we've built a very flexible uh, availability setup. So each service actually has its own calendar, very similar to Google Calendar, where you can click and add... Uh, any availability, set exclusions, whatever you need. So you can repeat for a period of time, repeat weekly, whatever it is. Um, so it's catering for many different needs. It is still focused on appointment bookings. So it's not going into tickets or reservations or anything like that. We've gotcha. seen people already on our beta and before um, basically discuss ways with us that they can use it for different scenarios away from appointments. Mm-hmm. So you can make use of it that way. We're developing it in a way which uh, develop, it's very developer friendly, so anyone can go in and customize. And we have uh, different modules. You can add a new module uh, for separate customization. So eventually, we might see it be used in ways we didn't even imagine. Man, that's that's fantastic. Well, I'm very excited to take a look at the beta, uh, especially after this conversation now. <laughs> I have a few ideas for how I can use it um, and how it could possibly save me money since I am paying for Calendly. Um, yeah. So uh, awesome. I, I want to I end with my favorite question, which is, do you have any trade secrets for us? Hmm. Uh, such as what? Any... Any good advice that you would like to impart on the listeners, I guess, is really what it is, right? I'm not asking you to yeah. give away the <laughs> secret sauce. No, I think something which uh, we've stressed on in the past and I keep stressing on is build a good product, build a great product, uh, build a great team around it, and plan for support. So if you build the best product around, but you're not going to support it well, you're going to struggle. So make sure you put a focus on that, train your team, and get the resources ready. Awesome. That's great advice. I can't add anything more to that. So, uh, Mark, thanks for joining me today. Where can people find you? Thanks. Uh, so people can find us on eddbookings.com. Uh, we are on Twitter as well, at eddbookings. Uh, and other than that, it's wpmare.com and wprssaggregator.com. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Joe. So... Mark and I, I think, are in a very similar situation where we're both doing a lot of different things and he seems to be handling it really well. I love the advice that he offers and the tools that he talks about when it comes to project management and managing a group of developers because most of us maybe are developers, maybe business owners, but no matter what, project management is an important part of that. So I really enjoyed that and a bunch of advice that He offered about support and things like that. Well, you just listened to the end of the show, so you know what he just talked about. Instead, what I'm going to do, aside from thanking Mark once again, is thank our sponsors, Pantheon and Tech Memes Ride Home Podcast. Definitely check both of those out. They are free resources for you. So head over and visit them both. Let them know that How I Built It sent you. We deeply appreciate their support for the show. The question of the week for you is, how do you manage your projects? Do you use a project management tool? 
is email or Google Docs something uh, that is integral to your business? Do you work with a team of people or are you by yourself? So uh, let's just narrow it down to one question of the week, which is how do you manage your projects? Let me know on Twitter at jcasabona or email me at joe at howibuiltit. You can also join the Facebook community over at howibuilt.it slash Facebook. I'll ask the question over there too, and you'll have the opportunity to discuss it with other listeners. I want to build a strong community for this podcast, and Facebook is the place to do it. Don't forget to check out our new t-shirts and mugs over at howibuilt.it slash shop. And as always, for all the show notes, head over to howibuilt.it slash 95. If you like the show, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is helping people discover us. We've been consistently in the top 30 podcasts for tech on Apple Podcasts, and I wouldn't be able to do that without you, the listeners, and the folks who are leaving ratings and review. So thanks so much, and until next time, get out there and build something.